0: Tonight on Truth Today, we have breaking news. The United Nations announces a seven-year plan, a seven-year proposal to implement S, their environmental governance scores, their sustainable development goals, and Agenda 2030. Also, just as it was in the days of NOAA, so it's happening today, and the great pushback. We need a great pushback against this agenda, that and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us tonight here on Truth Today. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian from Truth and Love Ministry. Uh, We're grateful that you can uh, take the time tonight to be with us on this breaking uh, news night. This is, uh, in my opinion, huge news that uh, is barely being covered over the last couple of days. Um, I just actually... Got a hold of it myself later, uh, earlier today, but uh, this is, uh, I think, a exciting um, and also uh, perhaps um, scary for some uh, news of what is happening as we are watching, folks, the Word of God fulfilled before our very eyes. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled before our very eyes. We are definitely in the last days of the last moments of the last days. I want to encourage you, please visit our website, before we get into the uh, content, uh, visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out all of our content, sign up for our email newsletter. Also check out our Rumble page, please, rumble.com slash hadian. Please subscribe if you haven't, and also share and like those links. We are very grateful for your help to get the word out on our show. Let's jump in. Let's jump in. We're going to go into the Bible uh, as we always do. And um, we're going to be looking, uh, if you have your Bibles, uh, we're going to start in Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9. Uh, specifically, folks, you're going to be going to verse uh, 20. Verse 20. We're going to start in verse 20. And um, this is, um, yeah. look. There's always breaking news. There's lots of things happening. But when we see the the plans of the world align then with exactly what the Word of God says, that should be enormously faith-building. To me, I pray this show tonight will be a faith-building show because we are so close to these events. And these are monumental events for the world. And um, so we're going to start daily now, but here's our headline again. Here's our headline. Um, The United States proposes a seven-year plan. Did you hear that? what I said, folks? The United... uh, Sorry, not the United States. My bad. The United Nations. The United Nations has now proposed a seven-year plan. Could this be the seven-year tribulation of Daniel chapter 9. Just think about what I just said. And we're gonna first go to Daniel chapter 9. We're gonna see what the Bible says because we always go to the Word of God first, right? We don't ever take the world and try to uh, make it apply to, uh, to, to the Bible or the prophecy. We go to the Word of God first And then we look at world events. So let's turn to, uh, again, Daniel chapter 9. And I'm going to read this for you. So this is in in verse 20. While I was speaking, this is the, the prophet Daniel, obviously. While I was speaking, praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision... At the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. And he informed me and talked with me and said, Daniel, O Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out and I've come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand this vision. So Daniel is now being showed a vision. So the scripture is telling us that God is showing Daniel a vision. What was Daniel doing? Daniel was praying for his sin and the sin of the people of Israel. He was confessing. He was repenting. There's a clue for us, right? Again, how important it is for us to continue to be in a place of continual repentance of our sin and of the sins of our nation and the church. We have to be in a place of confessing and repentance. Seventy weeks are determined for your people. So here's the key of understanding Daniel 9, which I absolutely believe is not fulfilled in its totality. And I absolutely believe is yet to be fulfilled very soon. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city. So the purpose of the of 70 weeks is for the people of, of, of Daniel, meaning Israel, and the holy city, meaning, of course, Jerusalem, to finish transgression. Now, why would I say that Daniel 9 has not been fulfilled in, in its entirety? Has transgression been finished? To make an end of sin. Has sin been put an end to? To make reconciliation for iniquity. Have we had complete reconciliation for our iniquity or for our sin? To bring in everlasting righteousness. Is everlasting righteousness completely in? Is it completely in the world? To seal up vision and prophecy. Has prophecy been sealed? Some would say yes, but I believe absolutely not. Have have visions and dreams been been sealed? Absolutely not. I will pour out my spirit, Joel chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, in the last days on all flesh and to anoint the Most Holy One. Now we know the the Most Holy One has been anointed in the sense of Jesus, Yeshua being the Messiah, being anointed upon the cross. He paid for our, our penalty, but He has not yet been anointed As the most holy one, meaning as he is in heaven but not on earth, as in being set up as the king of kings, that he must be anointed as the most holy, the king of kings on the earth. So these things transgression, sins, iniquity, everlasting righteousness, sealing up vision and prophecy, and the anointing of the holy one has not happened yet. It is not done. Now, therefore, know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore, restore and build Jerusalem, that is the command of Cyrus to rebuild Jerusalem until the Messiah, the Prince, until Jesus comes, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. Now, if we're going literal in this case, well, you would say, well, there are, these are weeks. But yet the Bible very clearly um, translates this for us because we are, we are told, we, we know that this is um, years. So watch this. Um, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublesome times. So we know that that happened. Right? The walls were rebuilt around the city and around uh, uh, the temple, The ultimately the foundation of the second temple. The first temple was destroyed. The foundation was laid for Herod's temple, which came. And after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. Now, those who look at this and say this has been fulfilled will say, well, all of this was fulfilled in the coming of Christ and in the subsequent destruction of Jerusalem in A.D. 70. Um, The Messiah was cut off. The sanctuary was destroyed. The end of it shall be uh, with the flood. But now, here's the problem. Until the end of the war, desolations are determined. Then he shall confirm, this ruler that is to come, The the people of the prince who is to come, this ruler, these people, this people group, they shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. But in the middle of that one week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consumption which is determined is poured out on the desolate. So now you have the imagery that um, there is going to be a rebuilt temple because there has to be um, obviously an abomination of that temple. This could not be Herod's temple, the second temple which was destroyed in AD 70 because there was no abomination of the temple, a desecration. So we know that there's gotta be a third temple. Now, here is the, 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 the key to this, right? that we know from Scripture itself that these weeks are years. So we have uh, 62 seven-year periods and and seven seven seven-year periods. That totals 69, 483 years. There is another seven years. And this, of course, coincides with the book of Revelation, With the timing that Revelation is split into 42 months and 42 months, three and a half years and three and a half years, a total of seven years, there's the tribulation and the great tribulation. The first half of the tribulation um, will will encompass these things. And I was hoping to have this image up, but uh, we didn't get it up in time. But let me just go uh, over this with you here. That... At the beginning of the tribulation, there is going to, of course, be, we know that we have this, the, the uh, seals, the, 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 the sixth, se- seventh seal obviously goes into the first trumpet, but the six seals, that the first four seals, the horsemen, um, the rise of the one world leader, the two witnesses come, the Jews are called to Israel, the rise of the one world religion, Revelation 13, 14 uh, Revelation 13, 16 and 17 The Jewish temple must be rebuilt We have 144,000 Jewish evangelists Then in the middle of the tribulation Satan is cast down to earth This is again leading up to um, Revelation 13 This is in Revelation 12 um, Then in the middle of We know that the two witnesses Revelation eleven seven says The two witnesses are killed and I believe that's all, again, this is all literal. It's not an allegory, it's literal. There is an abomination of desolation. Matthew 24, Daniel 11, 2 Thessalonians 2, the abomination of des- desolation. There's a massive killing of the Jews after Satan sets up as the Antichrist. The Antichrist, the government leader now, the one world leader, is now the first beast of Revelation 13. Remember, we have the first beast, the second beast. The first beast of Revelation 13 is now embodied by Satan halfway through and now sets up himself in the temple, the rebuilt temple that must be rebuilt, sets himself up as God. And the second beast, which is the false prophet and the false religious one world uh, system. Remember that we have our new DVD coming out called One World Religion Rising. If you wanna know all about that, please get a copy of our DVD. We have an image for it that we're gonna bring up here. Uh, One World Religion Rising. It is coming out uh, later in July. Um, We have a slight delay on it, but it's coming out later in July. And so please get a copy of it. uh, Pre-order it. It's on our website right now. If you go to our order tab and you can get your copy, uh, uh, order it now and have it mailed to you. In that, we go through the rebuilding of the Third Temple. We go through the One World Religion. We go through all of the elements of what's happening on that front. Satan then in the second half of the tribulation is now ruling the earth. God's wrath is poured out and ultimately the Jews will flee into the wilderness. And all of this is the precursor for the second coming of Christ uh, who is going to return. And of course, I support uh, the rapture. I believe the rapture must happen um, either at the beginning or at the latest before the wrath, and we will then come back with Christ at the end, uh, those who are raptured. Um, And this is a loose breakdown of that seven years. But how does the seven years begin? Well, going back to Daniel 9, what do we know? We know that the seven years, right, in verse 27, in verse 27, right? If you're there with me in your Bibles, follow along, please. Daniel 9, 27 says this, he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. So that's the beginning. That's the beginning of the seven years. There's going to be an affirmation, a building on a covenant with many, with the many nations. People say, well, it's just with Israel. No, it's not just with Israel. It's with the many nations. It includes Israel. It includes some element of peace. But in the middle of that seven, remember, he's going to break the covenant. He's going to put an end to the sacrifice in the temple because the Jews are going to reinstate the sacrificial system. It must happen. They don't have it right now. If you get our DVD, you'll see that they are very close by next year. They are ready to slaughter the red heifers uh, from Numbers 19, and they are ready to reinstitute temple sacrifice. Even though they don't have the temple on the Temple Mount, they are ready to start on the Mount of Olives, as they have said, and they're ready by summer of next year. Folks, that's how close I believe we are, are, are to this. So now, Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, here is the interesting thing when it says he will confirm. And this is a hypothesis that I put out before we go to our massive headline, actually, no. First, let's go to our massive headline, then I'll come back. Uh, Dry, bring up our, our headline article first, please, and then we'll go to our split screen. So our headline article is, no, that's not it. Let's go to our headline article, please, there. Here is breaking news, folks. Breaking news, is the UN proposing a seven-year plan. Is this prophetic? And here is the specific text of the sustainable development goals. Um, We don't have that image, but if you look at the article here by Jonathan Brenther, um, he covers the sustainable development goals. These are called SDG. You can go ahead and come back to me, please. And let's go to the article. Let's go to the split screen, please. And then you'll see Here's the split screen. And so we're gonna scroll down and you'll see or up or whichever way it goes. Um, Yeah, keep going, please. Sustainable Development Goals, right there. So part of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Now, where does this all come to? You see the O O on the goals there? That is the multifaceted goals of Agenda 2030. So this is UN Agenda 2021. This is UN Agenda 2030. And part of what the United States, now there's a precursor to this because we had reported earlier that the newly crowned King Charles, which some believe could be the Antichrist, I'm not sure about that, but the newly crowned King Charles had announced that at the United Nations General Assembly in September of this year in New York, that they were gonna have an extra meeting to, to accelerate the agenda of 2030. 2021 was the initiation of UN Sustainable Goals written in 1991. In 2015, it was modified to update to the year 2030. Then in 2030, the goal is that all of these multiple faceted, Sustainable Development Goals, or SDGs, must be implemented. And as Prince Charles, sorry, King Charles, called for this meeting to accelerate, right? We wondered, we we, we kind of thought out loud, well, could this be that um, they are panicking, Maybe they're in a panic because there is a pushback and I like to think that, but it's also because they're sensing that they're close. They are so close because as we've said multiple times, the COVID fraud, do we have our, any of those images, Drya? Don't worry about it if we don't have it, but yeah, we have it there. The COVID fraud that we know was perpetrated upon the world, the greatest fraud in, human history, lockstep across the entire world, go ahead and please come back to me, was a major accelerant for what you see on the screen, sustainable development goals, UN agenda 2030. And this is what turned into the terminology that we have heard, right? The new world order folks, right? The new world order, is, right, so, so what, what, what they're labeling as the new world order, right, is, is what now we know of as the Great Reset, correct? So the Great Reset is the implementation of Sustainable Development Goals and Agenda 2030. So do we have that, okay? So new world order has an agenda, the globalists have an agenda, one world government, one world economy, one world religion. Agenda 2030 are the spe- specifics of that agenda. Total global domination. for one world government, one world economy, one world religion. Then the SDG goals are included into the Great Reset and the Great Narrative So here is the breaking news. You can see on the screen, the UN recently announced that they need quote, seven years. Remember the meeting is in 2023, right? Right. And the uh, implementation date is 2030, right? So here they are in 2023, we're seven years away from the date of implementation. COVID radically changed the world and set up the Mark of the Beast system. That's what's happening, right? The Mark of the Beast system foundation is absolutely laid. There it can be no doubt. You cannot buy or sell digital currency, digital, global digital ID, the, the digital health passports that the, that the uh, European Union just implemented, the World Health Organization is implementing. Then the World Health Organization taking over 300 amendments for the pandemic accord that then will give total, total control and will destroy national sovereignty for the 194 nations that are jumping on board. Then we have, of course, central bank digital currency and um, uh, global digital currency that is being implemented. So going back to the article, uh, you can keep that up, Jariah, please. You can go back to that because actually, uh, maybe just stay on me for a second because I want to go to this language that we have screenshot of. So, quote, seven years of accelerated transformative action to achieve SDG. The SDGs are the 17 sustainable development goals that the United Nations put in place eight years ago. That was, remember, in 2015, through which they intend to establish a one-world government. Here is the below quote from the United Nations own website, regarding the upcoming summit, which King Charles called for, which they hope the leaders of the world will commit to a seven-year initiative. Please listen, folks, to a seven-year initiative to achieve all their SDGs. Lord, we are here. Folks, I'm actually excited about this. This is exciting because we are here. We are seeing, we are on the cusp of the most profound end time prophecy which means we are on the cusp of being uh, ultimately removed from this world as the church the dispensation of the church is going to end although please hear me and you've heard a thousand times in this ministry we are not escapists we're going to occupy we're going to be salt and light but this is it. How can this not be it? To commit to a seven year initiative. Now let's bring up the screenshot. Here it is. The SDG summit in September, 2023 must signal a genuine turning point. It must, look, look at the word must, mobilize the political commitment and breakthrough our world desperately needs. It must deliver a rescue plan for people and the planet. At the center of this rescue plan, heads of state and government must recommit to seven years of accelerated, sustained, and transformative action both nationally and internationally to deliver on the promise of the SDGs. Leaders can show their resolve by adopting an ambitious, and forward-looking political declaration at the SDG Summit and presenting global and national commitments for SDG transformation. Don't go off it as yet, Dryah. Watch this, folks. Listen again. We must recommit to seven years of accelerated, sustained, and transformative action, both nationally and internationally. This is the seven-year initiative, or plan that has just been proposed by the United Nations. Wow. What, I mean, what can we say? What can we say but that the world is following the script of the Bible? We are here, folks. We are here. Now, does that mean that in September of this year, they're going to be declaring the beginning of this seven-year period? Well, that's what they're saying, isn't it? I'm not predicting an exact day or the hour of going to the tribulation, but I'm saying, isn't that what they're saying? That we must, you notice how many times they use the word must? Must, must, must. Get on board. Governments, heads of state, must. uh, Mobilize political commitment must deliver a rescue plan for the people on the planet. Must. This must be a genuine turning point. And I just read to you from Daniel 9 that it says that there must be a final seven-year period. And oh, by the way, here's a little side note again coming from my background, because if you get our DVD, The One World Religion Rising, you know that Islam is going to be a huge central point of this one world religion rising along with f- fake Christianity and fake Judaism and 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 of course um, uh, the, the transhumanism movement and the all of the LGBTQ trans and then uh, AI all of the artificial intelligence all of that is going to be a part of what's coming and we'll talk about the days of Noah just in a minute here but Folks, remember that the purpose of the seven years is ultimately to put an end to sin, put an uh, end to transgression, bring an everlasting righteousness, seal a vision and prophecy, and set up the Messiah as the anointed one on earth as it is in heaven. He is returning physically to rule and reign. Amen. But we are right there. I am excited. I am excited. This is incredible. And um, so, Islam, going back to what I was saying about Islam, do you guys know that Islam believes that there's gonna be a coming Messiah? They they call that Messiah the Mahdi. And they believe that the Mahdi will come and he will sign a seven-year treaty with the world. So so Islam believes in the seven-year treaty the United Nations is saying now we need a seven-year treaty agreement. Accelerated, by the way, remember, accelerated transformative action to achieve the seven, the, uh, um, uh, seven eight, what was it again? Uh, where is that? 17. The 17 goals of sustainable development. So going back to the article, let's bring up the uh, split screen to the article for me, please. We're going to see. Now, this is what's interesting. Can you scroll down or up or whatever you do Dryad, with getting down me further down, please? I want to go down to it. says, what does Daniel say will happen to the temple during the 70th week? And, and, and keep going, keep going, keep going. Right, Yeah, keep going right there. Okay, right there. So look at this. Daniel 9.27 tells us that the midpoint of the last week, a future prince would declare a Jewish temple. And he shall make, this is really good translation in this article, folks. And he shall make a strong covenant. This is the way it's translated in the Hebrew. With many for one week. And for half of the week, he shall put an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abomination shall come one who makes desolate until the decreed end is poured out on the desolator. So this defilement, has not happened. Some say that, oh, uh, under Antiochus Epiphanes, this was fulfilled in 171 BC when they offered a pig, pig as a sacrifice in the altar of the Jewish temple. But this was a precursor. This was not the fulfillment of Daniel 9, 27. So you notice in the article, go ahead and please come back to me. Um, it says that, um, there was a strong, right? They used the word uh, strong in the Hebrew. So I'm going to now go to the Hebrew and look at the word he shall confirm. In the Hebrew, the word he shall confirm is the word gabar, G-A-B-A-R. Now this is my hypothesis, okay? Because I know that many will think that There's going to be a peace treaty. The peace treaty has to do with maybe Islam or has to do with um, giving peace to Israel. But it says that he will affirm a covenant with many for seven. It doesn't just say Israel. Gabar, G-A-B-A-R. What does that word mean? As the article pointed out, it can mean strong. It can mean mighty. And in two translations or in two verses, it can mean great. Are you tracking with me? So he, the ruler, will make or continue or increase a strong, mighty, or great bereath. The word there for covenant is the word bereath. And bereath means an agreement, a covenant. So this covenant is gonna be what? Strong, mighty, or great. And what have we heard from the World Economic Forum, from the United Nations, from the globalists, from King Charles, from uh, uh, world leaders? What did they go lockstep into? What was COVID fraud about? Go ahead and bring it up, Jaya. Go ahead. The Great Reset. The Great Reset. Let me say it again. The Great Reset. And the Great Reset is the plan. This is Agenda 2030. This is the SDG. This is global transformation. So, what if the great reset that now must be accelerated, the UN is telling us, with a seven year plan? What if the great reset is that covenant? The great covenant. What was the great reset? For all nations, it's for every nation on the planet. Every tribe, every tongue, every continent had to come lockstep under the Great Reset. Nowhere on the planet is left untouched by this covenant or by this document, the Great Narrative and the Great Reset, because they call it great. Mm. And what are they pushing in the Great Reset? One world government. Under who? Under one world leader. What are they pushing in the great reset? One world economy, which must have what? A unicoin, uni a, a universal digital currency, completely controllable, complete trackable, uh, completely, completely traceable, um, programmable. You can turn it on, they can turn it off, they can limit it. Uh, and that has to be connected to your movement which is again, as I said, the the European Union and the World Health Organization just early June announcing that they're going to implement this system of digital health passports with a QR code on your phone. This will connect with the digital currency, which will put together the pathway of the mark of the beast. So that you cannot buy or sell or travel in the European Union. They want this digital health passport for all forms of transportation, even including buses, trains, boats, airplanes, any form of transportation. You need to be able to show your papers, but it's no longer a paper. It's now a QR code on your phone. And as the World Economic Forum and Yuval Harari has told us time and time and time again, it's gonna be on your person, on your hand, on your forearm, on your forehead, uh, maybe in your optics, It'll be on your person. So what am I saying? What am I saying? Well, we don't ultimately know the day or the hour, folks. But let me go back to our headline tonight. Here's the question. Is the UN proposed seven year plan? Could it be the tribulation? Could it be the beginning of the seven years? They're telling us they must implement this by 2030. They're telling us. And so I guess we'll know before September, because those who are in the camp, and remember our ministry works with lots of different people. So despite my personal views, I work with a lot of brothers and sisters in Christ. Some will believe in pre-tribulation rapture, mid-tribulation rapture. Some don't even believe in the rapture. But we agree on one thing, number one. Jesus Christ is coming back in bodily form to rule and reign on this planet. And he's going to do it at the end of the seven years because they all agree that there is going to be a seven-year period. And obviously, I don't in any way, shape, or form support a rapture at the end of the seven years, the the getting caught up or taking up. There's going to be a last trump. We're very close to the last Trump, but folks, this is incredible. I am so excited. I, it, it, was, it was interesting because normally, as you know, uh, and I know last week, I, I covered heavy topics on the show with the rise and fall of the American empire. And this Sunday, I'm gonna be teaching at Patriot Church. Um, do we have the image, Dryad, what I'm gonna be teaching on at Patriot Church this Sunday? I believe it was uh, the writing on the wall for America. Uh, Go up one, I think. No, no, you were there. Uh, Right there. Um, Writing on the Wall for America, folks. This is my title for this coming Sunday. If you want to tune in to Patriot Church for our 1045 service, Writing on the Wall for America. Can the nation stand? Here's the the, the premise. If God was speaking to America, and if God came and wrote on a wall, what would God say to America? We're going to be teaching out of Daniel chapter 5 for July 2nd. Um, it's, it's supposed to be Independence Day. It's supposed to be our 247th birthday as a nation. Um, but I believe the American empire is on is about to collapse. And of course, this is a must if we're indeed going into the tribulation. But um, those of us who support a pre-tribulation rapture, which of course we hope that's what it is, we hope and pray that uh, the, 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 the Lord is not going to allow the church to go into this seven-year period because we know first and foremost it is for Israel and for Jerusalem and for the, the Holy City. Uh, we know from Daniel 9 that it is um, um, going to be a, a time that is, uh, and from Revelation, where he's going to raise up the 144,000 witnesses. There's going to be a rebuilding of the temple. The Jews will then uh, buy into a false Messiah uh, from the the, the 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 world ruler who's rising. Who's going to bring this peace, this system that will uh, supposedly usher the world into peace. You know, we, we we've often th- thought that it's a peace treaty, but that's not what the scripture says. It doesn't say a peace treaty. It says he's simply going to affirm a covenant. He's simply going to build upon a great, mighty, strong bereath covenant with many. And what's the precursor to that 70th week? What's the precursor? Well, it's got to line up with Revelation 13. It's got to line up. You you can't understand the book of Revelation unless you go back to the Old Testament and read Daniel. Daniel uh, 5, is what I'm going to be talking about Sunday. But Daniel 7 through 11, Daniel chapter 7 is the imagery of the beast. Daniel 9, Daniel 10, Daniel 11. I mean, this is critical for us to understand what is happening in the book of Revelation and what has yet not been fulfilled and what is allegory and what is literal. And what is literal in the book of Revelation is that there must be a physical. Seven-year period, which is the 70th week. We know it's, se- it's seven-year periods. The scripture tells us it's seven-year periods. And so therefore, we don't have to interpret it. We don't have to guess it. And in the book of Revelation, we're told that it's a seven-year period because again, it breaks it down into spe- specificity. Three and a half years, 42 months. It's specific. It's literal. And here's another clue. Here's an article. Uh, our good friend, Leah Holman, just po- posted this As another precursor to this establishment of the mark of the beast, Atlanta Airport goes full dystopian using digital face recognition IDs, fulfilling Klaus Schraub's prophecy that humans will be digitized and many nations will adopt China's very attractive model for 24-7 surveillance. World Economic Forum founder and executive director Klaus Schwab heaped praise on the Chinese Communist Party uh, this week for adopting new COVID control measures while boosting social dynamism. So you got to read the article to see what Leo's talking about with the dyna, dy, dynamism of uh, Klaus Schwab. But um, heads of state and governors of all political stripes from Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan to Republican Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia flocked to his meetings in Davos each year. The, the biometric digital identities facial recognition software I uh, was going through Nashville um, with my second oldest son, Elias, back in May. And the Nashville airport here in Tennessee has now the facial recognition. So it's not just scanning it, looking at your page. They're now forcing you to stand in front of a camera if you want to fly and have your facial recognition. We, we are not going to be able to hide from this system because it's global. It's a global beast system. And so, um, um, and then there's an image there that he has in the article of Delta Airlines has having the digital ID backdrop. So you can have a digital ID backdrop um, there. And you can read about Delta's end-to-end digital experience on their website, hands-free, device-free, effortless, join the system, blah, 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 all that stuff. So again, there's plenty of evidence for the implementation of the UN uh, 17 Sustainable Development Goals. But, and and, and folks, we are, you know, again, remember Jesus, I just said to you in Matthew 24 um, and also in, let me get to this here real quick. Uh, Daniel 11 talks about the abomination of des- uh, D- Daniel 7, uh, Daniel 9, and 11 talks about the abomination of desolation. In 2 Thessalonians, chapter uh, 2, talks about the man of lawlessness desecrating the temple. Matthew 24:15, uh, and in the book of Matthew, when it mentions, and in Luke, when it mentions, just as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the coming of the Son of Man. We've covered this before in this program. You know that what was happening during the days of Noah. Well, we know that there was great um, unrighteousness, particularly with homosexuality, fornication. Uh, This uh, you see in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, neither adulterers, nor... um, nor idolaters, nor the effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And then, um, in, um, let me go here real quick. In, Noah, in Genesis chapter 6, verse 4, we see, first of all, in Genesis chapter 6, we see that days were incredibly wicked, incredibly perverse. Remember, also, Scripture says, just as it was with Sodom and Gomorrah, like Lot, it will be the same. So just as it was, just as it was then, so shall it be, before the coming of the Son of Man. So we are going to see, what's the evidence? An absolute rise of a trans spirit, an LGBTQ spirit. This is why I've said over and over again that the, LGBTQ and trans spirit is an anti-Christ spirit. It is a spirit of antichrist, And um, so this is um, prophesied in the days of Noah, in the days of Lot. But remember, the other characteristic of Genesis chapter 6, particularly in verse 4, was the fact that the sons of God intermarried with the daughters of man and created a breed. They came in and married and had sex with the daughters of man because we know the scripture tells us that angels can walk among us as appearing to be human, right? Um, I actually have this in my notes here. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers for by this some have entertained angels without knowing it. So we know that angels can walk among men, can appear to be like men. And so they came and this intermarriage, right? This intermarriage created a breed called the Nephilim or the Nephilim. And, um, the term Nephilim means fallen giants, which we know are fallen angels. So the main purpose, I believe, that God brought the, the, the wrath upon the world of the worldwide flood in the time of Noah was 100%, not just because of wickedness or the evil intent uh, of man's heart continually is what Genesis tells us, But because the line of the Messiah was at stake, the line of the Messiah, the line of Jesus was at stake, and Satan wanted to destroy that line and keep the Messiah from coming. And if he perverts the bloodline, meaning that he now changes the DNA, the offspring that were born were changed. The Nephilim were not human. They were a hybrid. And... The Lord could not allow his plan to be thwarted. He could not allow Satan to then completely, 100% pervert the human DNA line because there had to be a pure line because Jesus, the Messiah, had to be the God-man. Pure God, pure man. Fully God, fully man. He had to be. And so God preserves eight people on the ark to preserve that bloodline so that there would be a pure bloodline in order to bring the Messiah. He brings judgment and destruction on the entire world. And what are we seeing today? We are seeing the push for the LGBTQ plus A plus, 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 plus with every run-on sentence. It's going to soon be a run-on sentence. We see the transgenderism, gender dysphoria, mutilating children. Folks, how could we not be in the days of Noah? How could we not be in those days? Wickedness, evil, off the charts. And now all of the movies that are coming out and exposing the child trafficking, the sex trafficking, the human trafficking, Please go. Our church is going to go see Sound of Freedom on July 11th. Please go see that movie. But now the world is changing the genetic makeup of the human race via the death shots, the COVID vaccines, so-called vaccines, because we know that the goal is the mRNA technology is a process called reverse transcription, which changes your DNA at the cell level, your God designed immune system, your God designed DNA is being changed at the cellular level. They want to throw it in our food. They want to throw it in the water. They want to throw it in the air, but only God can preserve us from this. And folks, I know this is hard news, but I'm telling you in my spirit, I am excited that we could be this close to the beginning of the tribulation. Because number one, that means we're so close to the rapture of the church. Number two, and even if we don't get raptured at the beginning and we end up going into these three and a half years, God is going to make a way and preserve for his people because we're going to resist the mark of the beast. We're going to resist the system. Ultimately, we're not going to bow a knee to this system. We're going to expose it. Um, But uh, whatever happens... The Lord Jesus is coming back soon, soon. So time will tell. I'm I'm not here prophesying anything. I'm just telling you what they're saying. I've repeatedly done that in our ministry, reporting to you, exposing what they are saying, what the enemy is saying, what Satan is saying, what their minions are saying, what what the demonic are saying. We're we're exposing what they're saying. And what, what, what they're saying lines up. And, and, and I believe, I'm strong, getting more and more stronger with this, that the Great Reset, one more time, the Great Reset could be the covenant. It could be the bereath. It could be that now they are, they are wanting a commitment from every nation on the planet this September, right? Remember, must, 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 must. We want a commitment from every nation on the planet. You're gonna to commit to the Great Reset. You're gonna to agree to the Great Reset. Could September be the signing? Could September be the time when those nations, every, what does it say? Every head of state and every government, they want to commit to the seven-year plan. Wow, folks, wow. Brothers and sisters, unbelievable, unbelievable. In the meantime, though, in the meantime, we are going to push back. And there is a pushback against this agenda. That's why we did our DVD, The Great Pushback, right? Go right now and, and order a copy. Please, if you have not gotten your copy, tillministry.com. Or if you got a copy, get another copy. Please support our ministry and share it with someone else. Wake them up. Preparing the end time church to counter the great reset. Tillministry.com slash pushback. This is why we did it. Because why? Because God is pushing back against the agenda. God is... Uh, uh, Re- reviving his church. God is restoring those things that have been perverted, like, like masculinity and femi- femininity and fatherhood and motherhood and families and, and, and his church, the, the remnant. This is happening. So let me end with some positive. Let me share with you some quick headlines for some good news um, pushback. Okay? Uh, let's go to the first article, Drya, Pride Messaging Down. You gotta come back to me, please. Come back to me first, please. Um, Pride messaging down 40% from 2022 as boycotts exposed. I hate this picture. Look at this. This is the Metro, I believe in Washington, DC and um, eight cars, eight Keep that image up for a second, please. Eight cars wrapped in transgender and rainbow flags headed into the most powerful city in the world. Even now, weeks after into the contrived celebration, it was a jarring picture of how insufferable the pride movement has become. Deep into June, and uh, by the way, not just June. Go to our Rachel Levine headline, please, dryad, that I covered on Tuesday with Pastor Ken. Uh, that uh, they wanted all summer. No, you had it there. They wanted all summer. Gay Pride Month extended to entire summer. This dude that thinks he is a she, announced that the United States government is extending Pride Month to the whole summer. And then, as I said on Tuesday, they will not extend it to the whole year. But, 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 40% from corporations, boycotts are working, folks. Keep them up. Target, Starbucks, um, Amazon, whatever, a North Face, I don't drink beer, Bud, you know Budweiser, whatever. Uh, keep it up. In a new survey, Robert Kahali Group asked more than 1,000 people if they're sick of the public LGBT pandering. 62%, 62% said yes. They wish the companies would stay neutral. Uh, Nike, Target, Kohl's, all of them. Keep it up, folks. Here's another headline. Uh, Washington stand. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Yeah, let's go to the NHL one. In a monumental shift, NHL joins Major League Baseball in quitting pride jerseys. Um, This is uh, too late. Going back to me, please. This is too late for what happened with um, the Dodgers when they had the... uh, the the the, uh, the perpetual indulgence the the, the the so-called nuns men dressed as nuns complete insult of course to Catholicism but complete insult um, to to Christ uh, as well then um, the Republicans are going after um, the transwokism in the military thank God they're doing something because they can't seem to impeach Biden. Republicans gut Biden's trans extremism and woke crushing military bill. Um, Representative Mark Alford from Missouri said, drag shows have no place in our military. Drag has no place in our military. This is a first major showdown uh, from the um, Republicans in the House and Senate over Biden's woke military. Oh, by the way, which they think is gonna stand up to the super soldiers of China and Russia. Our military is an embarrassment compared to the militaries of the world. And I'm sorry for anybody who serves in the military. Um, This is not on you. This is on the current state of our military. Um, And I think we had one more that I thought was a good one. Uh, This is a good way of, of, of the terminology we need. Don't say gay, say groomer instead. This is so good. I was speaking in Wisconsin with a... Uh, a couple of weeks ago and a teacher spoke after me at a conference who had been fired because he would not use the, um, the pronouns, preferred pronouns. And he said, the teachers that are going along with this, they're no longer teachers, they're groomers. I like, wow, boy, that's it. So this is so good because you saw the... the video I I played for you, or or the image, we didn't play the video on Tuesday again, you saw in New York City, let's bring this up please, Drya, of the uh, so-called Pride event where they were chanting, uh, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. New York City drag marchers chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. They're not hiding it. And so now this article is saying, I I love it. Don't say gay say groomers. They are now groomers because they're telling us they're coming for our children. So that's a pushback. We're taking back the rainbow. We're taking back moms and dads. We're taking back fathers and mothers. God is doing a work in these last hours. But I want to end with this, folks. Get right with God and be bold with your faith with those around you. We got to get right with God because We are so close. I believe we are so close. And even if they do not actually implement this in September, but whenever they implement it, they're saying, look, we want a seven-year plan. And if they can implement a seven-year plan, then that could very well, very well be the prophesied tribulation period. Could it be? Are we that close? We'll see. We'll see this fall, right? We'll see. But get ready. Buckle up. Put on your armor. Ask the Lord for great anointing and boldness and push back. Push back. Enough is enough with this trans LGBT antichrist ideology. Enough is enough. We gotta stand up. We gotta be salt and light. As we said on our show, by the way, I wanna encourage you if you did not watch our show on Tuesday with myself and Pastor Ken Peters of Patriot Church, please go back. It was titled, Why Christians Must Engage the Culture. Even though I believe we're in the last moments, the last days, we still must engage the culture. And we still must be salt and light until the Lord comes for us, until we occupy. We do his business of the kingdom until he comes. Folks, if you appreciate this ministry, if you appreciate um, these shows, number one, please share. Go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Please subscribe, please share, and please like. And then would you prayerfully consider a one-time secure donation to our website, You can go to our website at tilministry.com slash donate, tilministry.com slash donate. We need you to stay on the air. We need you to keep this ministry going. We need you to travel and get the word out and encourage the local churches. We need you. So please go to the website, make a one-time donation. Also, if you want to mail in a check, please go and mail the check to this address at P.O. Box 4523. P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Please make the check, the Truth in Love or Truth in Love Ministry. And then finally, if you're able to commit to monthly, uh, we're so grateful for what we call our Gideon Army of 300. This is where we're in faith, believing that God will raise up 300 to to stand with us, pray for us, and support us on a bi-monthly or monthly basis, any amount. We have people who donate $5 a month, and we have people that donate hundreds, and we're grateful for every dime, every penny, every dollar of it. You're precious in the sight of the Lord, and we are grateful for every single one of you that has been faithful to this ministry and to what God's doing. We're gonna continue to tell the truth in love. We're gonna continue to speak that truth in love. We're gonna continue to stand and expose everything that's going on and align it with the Word of God as I've tried to do tonight, uh, because the Word of God is happening before our very eyes the soon coming return of the King of Kings. And I'll end with this image tonight. I want to end with this image, one of my favorite images. The King of Kings, the King of Kings is coming back soon, and he is coming back as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's going to be roaring, and he's coming to defeat the Antichrist and the beast, throw the beasts, the two beasts into the, 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 the abyss, the pit, and bind Satan, and rule and reign on this planet for a thousand years. What a glorious time that will be. That's the golden age. Have a blessed weekend. I will say to you, have a blessed 4th, but that's of course next Tuesday. We will have a show on Tuesday the 4th. We're gonna be live Tuesday the 4th, if you wanna join us at noon Eastern time. But have a blessed weekend. Have a blessed Independence Day. Please, if you can, Tune in for a prophetic message on Sunday at Patriot Church. The writing on the wall for America. Can the nation stand? This is Pastor Hayden saying God bless you. Have a blessed weekend. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. And good night.